Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For not Muhammad Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together, well, not together because he's not here, uh, I am traversing the muddied waters of freedom, and I would like to sp- welcome on a very special guest today. My good friend Spike Cohen is taking over for Muhammad, and we have dubbed this show the muddied waters of firing Muhammad. What's going on, buddy? Hey, everyone. I am Spike Cohen, otherwise known as Muhammad Shaker 2.0. <laughs> Muhammad 2.0. Yep. The 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 alpha Muhammad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Bitcoin fork that didn't happen. This was the Muhammad fork, and I'm, I'm Muhammad Cash or whatever the, the second version. Of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is really weird because this is the first show that I'm doing without him, and I don't really know where to look because normally I look at him condescendingly. <laughs> And right. now I'm just like, do I look directly at the camera? Do I look around? Do I, I don't really know how to do this one. You can just look at yourself adoringly. Oh, I mean, I do that normally. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not on camera, so I'm not even worried about where I look. That, I mean, yeah, good point. Um, I do appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Muhammad, right. had, he had to work today for me, oddly enough. Um, so... Obviously, he wasn't able to make it, uh, but no, we no. Want, wanted to get the show on, and uh, he was like, what about Spike? And I said, yes, because he is one of the funniest people I know. I try. I try <laughs> my best. Uh, so, uh, how about you tell our, like, everybody kind of knows uh, who I am, so if you want to let everybody know about you, who you are. Sure. Um, I am a Jew. No, uh, I'm uh, uh, I am a Jew, but that's not normally what I lead with. Uh, but I will now. Um, I, uh, <laughs> am, uh, I live in the uh, Myrtle Beach area. I am a, uh, a Jew. Uh, I'm uh, married to my wonderful wife for seven years. Uh, I run a uh, uh, I own a uh, website development firm, and um, I just realized that there's not a lot about my life that I know. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm a handicap. Uh, it's a lot more exciting than it sounds, but all of that is true about me. And um, I'm struggling at the moment to come up with much help. Gotcha. So what? So what I caught from all of that is that uh, you're a Jew. <laughs> that's that's the key. If you take nothing else from what I just told everyone, my Jude- Jewishness yeah. slash Judaism uh, is a uh, is a, is the key takeaway from all of that. Excellent. Uh, all right. Well. Dude, okay, so so much stuff happened this week. Um, oh, yeah. So much stuff happened this week. Uh, and let's talk about, I mean, last week, Muhammad and I started out by talking about Kevin Spacey. Uh, so let's just talk about, let's think, everybody else. The entirety of Hollywood raping children. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> okay, so I saw this great meme uh, yesterday, I guess. And it said, on the scale of Casey Anthony to Hollywood, how much do you love children? <laughs> no, I, I don't fall in that spectrum. I don't think uh, I like kids, but not quite. Right, not I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not on the. I'm going to drown them to death, but I'm not on the. I'm going to love them. 
Yeah, I, I guess technically the middle of that, if that's a good thing. I, I'm not yeah. sure if the middle is I like kids a lot, but not in a weird way, or if the middle is I'm not sure if I want to drown them or rape them. If it's the latter, then I have nothing to do with that spectrum, and I unequivocally condemn it. Uh, if it's uh, if it's if it's the former, then that probably square dead in the middle. That you know, I just I like kids. Kids are nice. Right. If that's like a if that's like a negative ten to a positive ten, I'm thinking I'm a zero. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Top dead center zero. Yeah. Right. It's it's probably the only time in my life I'm okay with being a zero. Is on, on the on the murder or rape kid scale is just yeah no I'm nothing I'm, I'm nothing I, I I am zero I I I don't I'm like no either man. yeah 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 but well yeah. it's you know we were talking about this before before we uh, we uh, went on the air you know Corey Feldman tried telling us all of this since uh, you and I were still teenagers I mean he was trying to tell us this for 15, 20 years now and we all just thought he was you know Corey Feldman so we didn't really listen turns out Corey Feldman was as correct as uh, uh about this is uh you know jose canseco was about steroids so we should listen to these people exactly yeah and it's like you know Corey feldman when when he was saying that in the 90s when he was going around saying oh yeah there's a huge pedophile ring in hollywood i mean that was right. that was at the same time he was saying i've been shafted uh i've been shafted for my acting abilities and I deserve an Oscar. So you're going, okay, you're just, you're just way off the reservation right, on so exactly. many things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Goonies was not Oscar material right. you know, back of the rest of Hollywood. No, exactly. And that's what I thought too. Um, and it's making me rethink, you know, cosmic pizza and, uh, you know, the gay frogs with the water. And it really, when Corey Feldman is right about something as big as this, you start to question, you know, if, if, uh, if, if, uh, Jet fuel can melt steel beams. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> everything just gets everything just gets requestioned, right? So, right, and I mean, you know, like you know, you and I were talking a little bit before the show, but you know, it's it is weird how Corey Feldman and the National <laughs> Enquirer, yep, are are positive are 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 accurate news sources. Alex Jones. More... Alex Jones must have like just the biggest heart on for everything going on right now because it's all of it is so crazy. It's stuff he wouldn't have come up with. Well, it's you know Corey Feldman and the National Enquirer are telling us what's real, while USA Today is telling us about you know chainsaw bayonet. Although technically, I turned to, I saw an article that is real. You can't get a chainsaw bayonet, which we were talking about hard ons. I now have one. But, uh, you can get a chainsaw bay- a, a real chainsaw a real bayonet. Thing, why they would? I, I think they knew that they, that they would get trolled over that. You know that everyone would laugh and go, "Well, change up." No, it's a real thing. You can really get it. I'll I'll, I'll watch you the link later. Christmas is coming around soon, but um, but no, it's a it's a real thing. But I mean, that's not the. I mean, they they uh, in a previous thing they they had said either they or CNN or someone had said that you could get a forty millimeter grenade launcher. So there's you know so called real news telling us garbage. And Corey Feldman is trying to tell us the real for like two decades, and we just won't listen to him because he's Corey Feldman. Right, because he's Corey Feldman. Exactly. National Enquirer is desperately trying to let us know that Rafael Cruz is out a free man having killed JFK, and we just don't listen. We don't listen to these people, and we should. We should. Right. No, I mean, what, what I heard a long time ago was that the National Enquirer is a real news source. It's just they only back it up with one source. They're like, <laughs> oh, really? One Sure, we'll go with that. And a lot of times it turns out that it's true, and other times it turns out that it's not, which is why nobody really right. buys it. Yep, 
Yeah, well, that was like the John Edwards thing uh, when when they were saying that you know John Edwards had uh, or John is it Edward or Edward anyway the the politician the the he, former uh, VP candidate yeah the, yeah the former VP candidate had uh, had uh, you know fathered an illegitimate child and you know it was the National Enquirer and their only source was the woman who claimed it and then you know it wasn't a month later that you know he's hiding in in hotel rooms from you know reporters asking more questions it was like holy crap this is real like right. this is a real thing. And, uh, you know, his career was ruined. But um, so I guess it's just, you know, the, the uh, broken clock theory that, you know, the National Enquirer has to be right twice a day or whatever. But um, I, I honestly, I will take Corey Feldman, Jose Canseco or the National Enquirer more seriously than CNN right now at this point. And I mean, I will, I'll take any of them more seriously than the USA Today after the uh, after the reports that they put out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like it. it you know, just because you say it in a more serious tone doesn't mean you aren't also making it up. Like, just because you can, you know, you act more uh, subdued and, and uh, professional about it, but you're putting out lies, you know, if Alex Jones is trying to tell you, you know, and, and the thing is, we laugh about the, the, the gay frog water and all, you know, that they're, they're making the freaking frogs gay. The reality is he's talking about a legitimate thing, that there's stuff in our water that they actually, it's a chemical that they had demonstrated uh, promoted transgenderism or something like that in uh, in frogs that was causing them to become hermaphrodites. So that's even real. So the thing we make fun of them for is a legitimate thing. They're not gay, uh, but they are. It is actually messing with their their biological sex. So not so, that there's uh, anything wrong with that. Uh, no, not no. Big, big disclaimer. I am all for. I will never gender a frog uh, in any possible way. But but you know it is happening. Oh yeah. I mean and. It, if a frog is gay, I'm totally okay with it. Any, any if a frog is gay, that is between that frog and his creator. Exactly. Or, 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 no, not his. The, the schmer, zer, <laughs> zer, uh, creator. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> we cover that. Uh, but th- what, what I find so interesting is uh, just the... The level of, okay, so there's this huge level of hypocrisy uh, throughout all of Hollywood, obviously, um, and there always has been. But when you have the guy who uh, you, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this, the always angry uh, Captain Sulu, uh, now being accused of groping a man back in 1981, you've got uh, always angry Richard Dreyfus. Recently right. accused. Right. Yeah. I didn't even hear. Oh, yeah. No, that one came out today. That one came out this morning. Richard Dreyfus was accused of sexually assaulting or harassing women uh, back in the 80s. Huh. Yep. Um, I trip to Walmart and come back and Richard Dreyfus is a rapist. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's light speed right now. Yeah. I mean, it's gone completely insane. And, you know, Goose from Top Gun, uh, did not molest anybody, but he was molested by the, by the director of Masters of the Universe. Goodness. And I mean, it, like, we're slowly approaching a time when it will become easier to say who didn't rape or molest anyone in Hollywood. Like, you know, any of the classics will say, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever movie, and it'll be featuring, you know, this one person. Uh, you know, featuring uh, you know Demi Moore, 
who did not rape or molest anyone during her career. That we and, know of. Uh, yeah. What's that? That we know of. That we know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ast- asterisks everywhere, of course. Right, yeah, because so, you never can of, tell. Press time. Yeah, exactly. As of press time, uh, you know, Demi Moore has not been accused of, of raping or molesting. Watch. It, she'll be the next one after this. I, I just can't see anybody accusing Demi Moore of that. <laughs> she was, you know what? And this might be subconscious. She was in that movie where she raped Michael Douglas. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. God, that Argument movie was bad. I know it's terrible. Because why would Michael Douglas? Anyway, I, I've, I've talked about this before. With you know, when you have these stories of these like incredibly gorgeous teachers, I know you're going to get a lot of hate mail on this one. Oh, uh, no. You know, and they're they're and they're you know molesting you know teenage kids, and you know we're all supposed to like pull out our flags of outrage and like, oh my gosh, what a horrible thing. And I'm just thinking like, ask the kid how he feels about it at the moment. And I'm sure there are times where the kid feels bad. Most of the time, they don't show this kid. You're going to get so much hate mail on this. Uh, most of the time, they're not showing the kid because the kid is still smiling. Oh, yeah. And it, years later. And and so, you know, Michael Douglas, Demi Moore, you know, who am I crying for there? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I'm not really crying for uh, Michael Douglas on that one. I'm more crying, like, same thing with Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm crying for Catherine Zeta-Jones and Demi Moore in these situations because they're ending up with Michael Douglas. Exactly. Like, that's... And again, I'm sure I've just made a whole lot of new friends uh, with my with my with my position on this. No, but, I, yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that is one of the hypocrisy things, and and I subscribe to it huge, because uh, all these all of these uh, teachers, they're all really attractive teachers, and I'm like, where were they when I was in school? Yeah, and, well, that's. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah, yeah. But that's, and it's also like a lot of times, this, and I mean, this is a whole other subject, but like the teacher will be 23. And the student will be 16, which, again, yes, it's illegal. Yes, she's in a position of power. I'm not disputing that it's wrong. Like, I'm not saying, oh, it's fine. Just let him do it or whatever. Like, it's a bad thing because, you know, she's in a position of power. She's actually in a position of legal influence over him. She's technically the guardian of that kid during that time. So I get all of that. Stripping all of that aside, you're talking about, a, you know, in many cases, a hot 23-year-old with some, like, gangly, acne-ridden, 16 year old and it's like i'm shedding tears really hard for this right now so yeah right <laughs> yeah but, but that, I, that's not, not but, that's not what uh Takei and uh and uh uh spacey and weinstein they're like creepy old men that are forcing themselves on uh on you know young uh you know impressionable people so that's that's different obviously yeah no absolutely uh, I was I was reading the list earlier. I don't have it pulled up anymore, but the list of people coming out like is just absolutely insane. Like Louis C.K., which shocked um, nobody. <laughs> Louis C.K. Uh, sexually harassing or using sexual misconduct or whatever phrase they were using for him uh, that right. shocked nobody. Right. Uh, just because we've all seen his act, uh, and then. Still- sexual creep so you know, right yeah and, you know. and then in his, any, yeah. in his uh apology which was awesome in my mind it was such a louis ck thing to say yeah yeah it We're, went beyond an apology because he even like to me i read the whole thing and i'm like he didn't just say he would you know if you get this like oh, i'm so sorry uh I, I you know i apologize to my wife and i apologize to my children uh if anyone was hurt by what i did whatever 
he like outlined what he did and why it was wrong and you know why it shouldn't be excused like in case anyone in the back rows was you know still saying oh well you know all he did was you know whatever right. it, all he did was like, masturbate in front of people without their consent exactly yeah yeah exactly he didn't really touch him or anything he like explained why it was wrong and why he should you know, face bad things because of it, and that he's now going to just sit back and listen to what people have to say about. It. Like to me, that was beyond an. It was also an apology, but it was even more than an apology, uh, too. So, it, it, yeah. future reference, George Takei, George Takei, however you say it, that that is that is what yours should sound like, uh, uh, or something similar to that. Yeah, except except he, I don't think he will ever fess up to it. No. Right. Right. Last night. I think it was last night. Had to have been last night. Last night on uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, uh, he was talking about the difference between liberals and conservatives, and he said we put our pedophiles in jail, our pedophiles and rapists in jail, or something like that, and conservatives elect them. Oh, uh, obviously talking about Roy Moore and uh, Trump, but right. uh, but not not. Not Bill Clinton, though. But not Bill Clinton. That was my thought. I was like, Bill Clinton is a rapist that we had in office for eight years. Right. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to excuse Moore or or Trump, but, you know. No, not even a little bit. I think. In the political duopoly world, there is so much, you know, so much crap to fling around between the two of them that uh, it's, it's not worth singling, uh, you know, one side of it saying, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump said that he you know, that they'll let him grab them because he's rich. And it's like, but y'all do that. Like, you're actually grabbing them because you're rich. He just said it. And he also was Hollywood, too. So really, he was, in that moment, just an extension of you, and you don't like hearing it. Right. So, anyway. It was just brought to light what you guys do, and you didn't want people to know about it. (laughs) Exactly. He's just detailing to Billy Bush, who knew it before he even said it, that, you know, we're in Hollywood, we're powerful, we're rich these boys and girls will let us do whatever because they want, you know, they want their piece too. And again, Corey Feldman, I would have loved if Corey Feldman had, you know, been able to do a, you know, a quick hot take during that, you know, interview and say, yep, it's true. And then you'll walk by or whatever. Cause that's exactly what Corey was saying is like, you know, you sort of have to let them do this stuff to you if you're, if you're in those positions. And then here we are watching the, and again, the the most smug, uh, uh, pseudo moral people on earth, you know Hollywood and that whole crowd. I I am thoroughly enjoying watching. I, I certainly don't want to hear about you know people getting raped, but no. if it happened, it already happened. I thoroughly enjoy watching the entire thing air out. Hopefully, you know our beloved you know uh, you know resist figures uh, doing the perp walk for you know raping a kid twenty years ago or whatever. I I, I am thoroughly enjoying watching the whole thing. Yeah, I've been enjoying like I've been enjoying watching all of that. Charlie Sheen. Whether whether or not whether or not he was the one that raped Corey Haim, I, I like I don't like the guy, uh, but like he's coming out and he's like saying no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, I didn't do it. Yeah, but, I don't. Sorry, know. Charlie. Like your lifestyle has led me to not really trust that. Yeah, I, I I have to sort of believe again believe Corey Feldman if only because he so far has been a hundred percent. And, uh, Corey Feldman wasn't the one that said it, was he? Yeah. So initially, Corey Feldman in a book said that Corey Haim was raped by someone during the filming of whatever that Lucas was called. Lucas, yeah. Um, but he didn't say who it was. Right. Um, and then I guess now, what was it? Corey Haim, uh, Corey Haim's friend or whatever said that it was uh, said that it was Charlie Sheen. But uh, Corey Feldman, however many years ago, 
I guess right after Corey Haim died, had written that. And at the time, people were saying, oh, you're just trying to capitalize off of your friend's death or whatever. Again, stop. Stop sleeping on Corey. If Corey Feldman says something, just assume it's true because he's he's been just dropping truth bombs for almost for, 20 years. Yeah, now, I was going to say so. 20 plus years. Corey, Corey, yeah, exactly. Corey Feldman's been the, the speaker of truth. Yeah. Which Anything is a sentence I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> all the things that you would say. First of all, uh, you know, again, 10 years ago, phrases like President Donald Trump, uh, you know, possible President Democrat nominee The Rock. Right. Truth speaker Corey Feldman. Right. <laughs> uh, these are all, these are all you know, the, the never will I ever that, uh, that are happening in real time. So it's fun. That's also fun to watch. Yeah, it's it's been... Yeah, 2017 has been the weirdest year I have ever experienced, I think. Uh, starting with Donald Trump taking office. Uh, oh, yeah. But the whole Hollywood scandals is just insane. What, imagine the, the irony if the only Hollywood figure left who isn't accused of raping someone is Donald Trump. Like, just imagine that reality where 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 we, we truly, like, you know, he's the only one that has... Although I guess technically his wife did allege that, but aside from his, no new allegations, and it becomes he becomes the cleanest of all of them because he only has the one allegation, and it, and it was right because there's only one single allegation, one, and he was married to her at the time, uh, and, and not that that makes sense. I'm, uh, let me let me. I, I was going to say let's backtrack on that one just to, yeah, real let, quick. Let me, let me just strongly condemn uh, marital rape. I think that that's bad, and I'm against it uh, strongly, and uh, I, I don't care. How unpopular that makes me with the marital rape crowd, I'm against it. Um, <laughs> that, that aside, if that if he becomes the, wor- the best of the worst just because it was only quote unquote marital rape, and everyone else has multiple allegations and convictions of non-marital rape, whatever that is, um, that that would at this point, I, I it wouldn't surprise me. No, absolutely not. Yep. Um. I totally forgot what I was going to say after that. Uh, totally, just want to recap against against rape against rape things. against all rape. Strongly, strongly against rape. I just want to, in case anyone missed that, it, it, there was like a stream lapse there or whatever. Like, with, I do not rape is bad. Rape, all is, rape is bad. Yes, all rape is bad. All, all rape, rape is, is bad. bad. I don't care where it's coming from. I don't care the uh, relationship you have with the person. Rape is just bad. Okay. Does not matter. Muhammad, I, I'm speaking on his behalf, is also against rape. We're all, like all the three of us are all against rape. Everyone. So. Yes. Every, every everybody involved with the show is against rape. I'm pretty <laughs> certain. That oh, and we, all, and we also can yeah. we also can uh, condemn racism. Oh, under, if, if, unequivocally. My timer, my condemning racism timer went off earlier, and I was just hoping I could I could shoehorn that in at some point. So now is as good a point as any. Racism is bad. Racism is bad. Yes, all forms of racism are bad. Yes, I strongly them. Um, uh, forward racism, reverse, like all of the different directional racisms, bad. The diag- um, the diagonal racism, awful. Diagonal, the, yes, the the, the often the, the rarely spoken of diagonal racism, totally against it. Totally against it. Hundred yeah, hundred uh, percent against diagonal racism, reverse racism, forward racism. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm. I, any direction of racism is still racism, and uh, they don't tell you that. And 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 I'm against it. And uh, I will be changing my profile filter uh, any day now to to 
uh, condemn the various forms of racism. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, With no reason. Uh, uh, moving, <laughs> moving on to the next subject that we had to talk about. Um, Rand Paul. This actually happened last Friday, uh, but we yeah. didn't find out about it until after our show last week. But Rand Paul was assaulted by a neighbor while Rand, or Muhammad Bay, as I call him, uh, was mowing <laughs> his lawn. Um, yeah, he was it out hurt there. Bad. Oh like, yeah, he's broke five I, ribs. I, yeah, when I heard he was assaulted, you know, I picture typical assault of a politician. Someone throws an egg at him or, or hits him or, you know, pushes him and then a bunch of people jump on him and he gets a, a charge with assault. And, and again, that is still assault. You don't yes. Whatever. I, and again, I, I'm strongly against assault, by the way, uh, all of the various directions of assault. Oh, yeah, no, um, 100%. But, I am against assault in the same way I'm against racism and rape. Yeah, the muddy waters of being against rape, assault, and racism. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but you know, so I assumed it was that type of thing. And then when I read, you know, he's got broken ribs and there was one report, which I think wasn't true, that he was fighting for his life. Which I, I, I believe that was never the case. But, I mean, the guy, the guy beat him up bad. Like, he was hurt really bad. Yeah. Um, I, I was not aware of the fact that he was his neighbor. Uh, I did hop on over to the guy's profile uh, once I got his name uh, so that I could see the obvious trolling that was going to be happening on all of his public posts. And uh, that did not disappoint. Um, uh, you know, it, it, ironically, and I don't even remember the guy's name now. but all It's of his uh, Rene Boucher. Yes, and he a doctor, right? Yes. Yes, and so all of his most recent posts, which were I think a few minutes before he beat up Rand Paul, were about how violent Republicans are, and it was about the Montana legislator candidate who beat up the reporter, and there were a few other ones, and and, and literally, almost as though he wanted to leave some good solid troll bait right before he spends you know the weekend in the pokey. He <laughs> he had like like five or six posts in a row that were all about how violent Republicans were. And um, I may or may not have left a, a, a comment or two. That, that uh, would, knowing you, that's not surprising even a little bit. A hazy time in my life. I'm not sure. Right. But, uh, very possibly. Um, and, uh, but I just thought it was hilarious, but obviously not hilarious that he, that he beat up anyone. But, um, but I was not aware he was his neighbor. That would make sense that, you know, Time Magazine and Newsweek and everyone are trying to explain that it's okay that Ron Paul was assaulted because he gets in a lot of tips with his HOA uh, over property issues. Oh, okay, well, then that's fine. You know, they beat him up then. Like, I, I, I wasn't sure what they were trying to accomplish there in, you know, uh, 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 besmirching Rand Paul's good neighborly uh, uh, reputation to make it okay that he was beaten up by someone. I think it was a. I think it was GQ that wrote an article, and the title of the article was "Rand Paul sounds like an asshole neighbor." <laughs> which, which you know, again, so to shit out of him, right? Like, right, I mean, yeah. Let's, so let's, it's okay for somebody to assault, tackle you yeah, like, while you're mowing right? your lawn. Yeah, let's 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 assault the man. By the way, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I did a Muhammad just then, but uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, go ahead and break his ribs because. You know, just do what the HOA says, or your ribs get broken. I guess is the the um, uh, is the, the narrative takeaway from that. Right. Uh, yeah, but no, and and I mean again, I'm an ANCAP. Rand Paul is hardly the, uh, in my opinion, and maybe you may disagree, and that's fine. Hardly the vanguard of of uh, of, of of libertarianism uh, necessarily that I would. I, I, would li- I like you dropping about. vanguard in there. That that was nice of you. Oh, of course, yeah, vanguard. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I'm, I'm big with catchphrases, big SEO. Right. Uh, 
Um, no, but, you know, I mean, I, I, I can't call the man, uh, I guess in the Senate, he's as close as you're going to get to that. But uh, regardless, you don't beat people up. Like, you, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't beat someone up because you disagree with them politically. And I have a hard time believing that, uh, you know, grass clippings fights Right. Uh, or that, whatever the, the, the that pumpkins about. pumpkins going over into the guy's property line right yeah or yeah, grass yeah, clippings exactly. or leaves or whatever it was uh that I, I have, the, I, I have to assume that you know a, a senator uh maybe not but i would have to assume a, a retired doctor and senator lives in a decently sized community in terms of their 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 lot lines where you know i don't think the pumpkins are touching the guy's house it's probably like you know some perimeter area, you know, however many hundred feet from the guy's home, doesn't make it okay. Again, I am handcap. We are going to tactical McNuke each other over over grass clipping. But <laughs> while we are confined to the to the uh, the oppression of the state of society, we cannot assault each other. Over such things. No, I absolutely agree. And it, like the way the way that I kind of see it is like if grass clippings went over onto the guy's lawn. I, okay, yeah. Like if my my neighbor has done some really terrible things to my yard in in my own personal view of it i I was actually sitting at this desk that if you're watching me you can see i was sitting at this desk and i was doing work on the bill wolsifer for uh, attorney general campaign back in 2014 and i watched my neighbor walk her dog over into my yard the dog went to the bathroom and then she walked the dog back without cleaning it up oh see i hate that i have dogs and we they do poop and they don't really respect lot lines like uh, like a, a good libertarian should. But uh, if if they poop on someone's land, like it gets well. First of all, even if it's on wherever they poop, it gets picked up because it's poop, and you don't leave poop places. So that right because that spreads things like disease. Yeah, of course, exactly. I mean, that's 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 a, that's a huge thing with any any you know responsible dog owner. Are, are the hairs go up on the back of our head? Again, not a reason for assault. No, uh, so, you know, I didn't run out yeah. there and tackle her for it once she got back to her yard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like drop a, an article to the local paper about how she's a bitch or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. She was awful. Yeah. She did this, so I beat her up. Yeah, no, I did not do I, that. Yeah, no, and and I'm I'm picturing, you know, I'm having a hard time picturing that if it had been, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Cory Booker, or um. Uh, you know, someone on the other side of the aisle. I feel like we're defending Republicans a lot, which, uh, you know. And, and yeah, we, I, <laughs> I, I am not saying all Republicans are good. Like Roy Moore, I don't know if he did what they said that they that he did or not. Um, and yeah. I am I'm kind of waiting for the jury to be out on like because he's he's denying it. And I'm kind of waiting for that to kind of get settled. I am right. mad at the Alabama uh, lawmaker, a Republican lawmaker, who said, well, mm-hmm. Joseph was an adult and Mary was a teenager, so it's okay. And I'm like, okay, no, you're an asshole. Oh, yeah. No, no. There's so many things wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, there's a lot. First of all, he didn't impregnate her with Jesus. God did. And that was in his infinite wisdom. So stop. Why, why are you doing And the second of all, why are you even doing this? Like, I, there were so many things to unpack with that statement. Like, why do you feel yourself? If you ever feel that you're in a position where you need to defend a 30 something year old man, possibly groping a 13 year old, it's possible that maybe you should take a step or two back. Right. You, you should probably like take, and like, I'm okay. So here. I'm also willing to bet that yep. whoever that lawmaker is, is right. quick to jump on the Muhammad, not my co-host. 
you know the 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 real one uh muhammad is uh is a pedophile bandwagon yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a pedophile because he adhered to the social standards at that time which is that it was completely common and not just in i mean it wasn't it didn't start with islam it's true in, in judaism as well that you know a a middle-aged or, or older man marrying a a young girl and then consummating with her as soon as it was physically possible to do so again we don't do that now and we're not okay with that now but back then that was perfectly fine it did not begin with muhammad and if you want to call him a pedophile you're going to be calling a lot of your biblical heroes pedophiles as well, um, and that, that that's that's certainly not a, a territory I want to go into. But yeah, no. If, if you ever find yourself where you're having to, you know, hypocritically or otherwise defend uh, in the modern context a thirty-something-year-old man groping a teenager, um, uh, then uh, maybe step back and, and really think twice about why you're doing that, and if that's something you want to do. That's what I do. Because, right. Again, that's I'm strongly. That's that's the way I look at it. It's just like I I try to look at everything across the board uh just right. from that from from that zero line of no I don't want to rape kids and no I don't want to kill kids. Like I try to look at them at that line. Uh right. and that's don't everything. Don't drown them. Right. Don't but drown also, kids, don't rape kids. Like I'm I'm really like right just, there in the middle. Uh don't yeah. do any of that. Uh yeah. 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 But uh yeah, so it's like okay, so that, that's that's uh, uh super condemning thing. Child murder. I, 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 I'm going to just do a very brave thing and speak on your behalf. Neither I nor Matt uh, are in favor of murdering children. No, no, not, not even a little bit. Okay, good. Yeah, no, not even a little bit. Not, not okay. a fan of the murdering of children. Ever. Ever. In any, in any direction. Yeah, no, that, that's, yeah, no, very, very strongly against that. So, yes, very, very yeah. strongly against murdering of children as well as raping of children. Yeah, yeah. especially for, for racist reasons. Uh, right. or, or, but, yeah. So, so moving on, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, also against uh, uh, assaulting Rand Paul. Yes, very, very much against assaulting Rand Paul. Very much against assaulting pretty much anybody unless they are on my property. Yeah, no, don't don't assault people, especially on their property. Yes, if, um, if you're on my right. property, I actually have no problem assaulting you. Yeah, in fact, it's actually not assault because they're on your property. Exactly. That's, so, so exactly, because yeah. yeah. private property. Good, exactly, private property. So we're all on the same page with that. Right, private property is the only real property. Um, yeah, can, yeah cannot, cannot murder children on your own private property. No, you though. cannot, no. Or you can't there, rape on your property. You can't really, just shouldn't do any, uh, that's all because their bodies are their property. So right. Against private property. Okay. So with the exception of assault, <laughs> don't do anything else on your property. Yeah, don't do anything except this all people on your own property. That's right. We're all okay. Good. Good. <laughs> um, we did talk a little bit about the USA Today and how they're uh, a joke of a newspaper, um, but uh, that came uh, because of their additions to the ARs because of the Texas shooting that happened uh, outside of San Antonio. Um. And of course, gun control is now back up for debate, and everybody's talking about that. But still, I mean, yeah. you—I mean, you said it earlier. You, we can get chainsaw. Actually, get the chainsaws. They're called zombie chainsaws or something like that. I think there are actually multiple providers uh, of that specific need. Of well, apparently, that's a need. Um, and uh, uh, but no, it's an actual. It's a real thing. Uh, 
and again, this falls under the whole Corey Feldman. It's like the weirder the thing is, the more likely it is to be true. Right. Uh, I probably, when I saw a chainsaw bayonet, I should have said, you know what, that that part's probably true. I already, I, I was, I was skeptical just because, well, first of all, it's a chainsaw, and second of all, because they they had also just before that tried to say during the Las Vegas shooting that you could get a forty mil forty millimeter grenade launcher, which I specifically knew not to be true. Uh, uh, there is no civilian legal uh, application, unfortunately, that that allows that. Nor do they bother making them for ARs specifically because they're for civilian use. There is no military uh, use for. I don't believe the AR is sold for military use. So, um, so then when the chainsaw thing, I'm like, come on, guys, really? Like, but but no, it's it's called, I think zombie it's called, and it is a I believe electric um, chainsaw bayonet. If the uh, if the if the bullets if the if the rounds if the uh, if the 5.56 uh, rounds weren't enough, then uh, the chainsaw can do it. Right. For for the really close when you can't get that good shot from two feet away, <laughs> right? Just click that chainsaw on and you'll be good to go. Good to go, exactly. Uh, so yeah, no, and, and and of course the memes that came forth from that, uh, you know, where people were saying, you know, the 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 other uh, the other things that are available, making fun of, uh, of of USA Today, and it had you know the Death Star attachment. Yes, and the uh, I like the. Uh... They had the, the the lightsaber attachment. A lightsaber attachment. Big. There was a corgi attachment, which I thought I that I was I, I had. A I little, did see like, that. Yeah, I saw the corgi attachment. Yeah. I like that. That was. Yeah, I had a little awe moment with that. It was like you disarm them with. with <laughs> so I I liked that. Um, and uh, there were a few other. I can't even remember. Oh, a uh, full size. One said. Uh, uh, it said like literally full size F sixteen. <laughs> And um and and it had an F sixteen attached to it. Yes. So the, again, all great attachments um for your AR if you have one yet. Yes. So like apparently you can just attach anything to an AR now. It's it, the, that's AR stands for anything ready, probably. <laughs> uh, you can just attach anything onto that sucker immediately is operational, um, which is what makes it so deadly and why they need to be uh, right. Which banned. is why we need to ban them because you can okay. attach literally anything to it. <laughs> nuclear warhead immediate attachment and, right uh, cheap too for, for, yeah Walmart. for for the for the for the home nuclear weapons that we all have stored uh yeah, that, that are coming with our ancap future the the at-home tactical nuclear weapon yes for the next grand paul tries to put his freaking pumpkins on my land <laughs> <laughs> i'm so, just gonna attach my mcnuke attachment to my ar and blow I, his I, blow his pumpkins I, right out I like that that the uh, people that are against that like to besmirch libertarianism are that confident that McDonald's is going to control the market and everything from deadly weapons to child slavery. Um, that's a that's a vote of confidence that you don't see often in corporate America, and I, I, I'm sure they appreciate it. Oh, I mean, McDonald's already owns like the the houses that you build really quickly. They call them McMansions, you know, like the huge. Yeah, like, McMansion. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got McMan. Like anything that seems like at one point in the future will just be something that is done quickly and eh, good enough, but not like you probably can't survive. Uh, yeah, right. that's just going to be a Mick anything. Yeah. Mick child slavery. Yeah. Mick child yeah. slavery. <laughs> we also don't yeah. contain condone child slavery here at the muddy waters of freedom i honestly i i part of me wants to condemn mcdonald's but i, I just probably a big crowd pro mcdonald's crowd so I yeah i mean i can't that. i can't i can't condone or i can't condemn mcdonald's because i yeah, eat I, there I, way too often to condemn it yeah that's that's the it thing. condemns I, I, me often 
Because <laughs> now, now at this age, uh, you know, I eat a Big Mac and I need a nap. But, yep. you know, like it used to be a Big Mac. I need like four of them a day and I was fine. And now it's like I have one and I'm like three quarters of the way through it. And I'm like, what have I done wrong in my life? And the, the, the Big Mac's like we unequivocally condemn Matt Wright's future health process. Right. Right. So, yeah. And anything so. that he wants to do for the next hour and a half of his life is just gone. Right. Exactly. So. So that's I'm condemning what it does to you, not necessarily right. the entire. And I'm condemning anything that that harms my Matt Wright. Thank um, you. So, so. Well, I I definitely appreciate that McDonald's. You know, they're like, well, he's going to eat it anyway, so I don't care. It's yep. his three blocks exactly. from his house. Of course, he's going to go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh. So today is Veterans Day. Yep. Yes. Uh. So first, I'd like to thank uh every veteran that listens to us and every veteran that doesn't listen to us, just not as much because you don't listen to me, but, uh, every veteran, thank you so much. We here at the muddy waters, Muhammad served, uh, in the army. I was in the army for a short period of time. You, you were not correct. I was not, I was, uh, I have not served and I would like to thank any, uh, veteran or active duty or reservist who has, uh, who has survived the last however many minutes of me ranting. Right. Uh, I think uh, not all heroes wear capes, and uh, and uh, this was a this was a big sacrifice for you, and I appreciate it. Yes, no, absolutely, and uh, you know, like, this one, this one's this one's always such a weird one for me because you know, I I I do appreciate every single veteran out there, and I am not the Arvin Vora kind of libertarian that thinks that. Um, I thought the cops were coming for me for a second. I was uh, going to say, is this is this a preemptive? police action against what they thought you were going to say. Yeah, I, that, I, I, I was kind of concerned there for a second. I was like, oh, well, that was quick. Put down this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think all veterans are murderers and anything like that. Uh, I, I do respect every veteran that you put, you sacrifice things that many people will not ever sacrifice, and I definitely do appreciate it. That being said, we need to stop sending you into so many places that you need to be sacrificing these things. Right. right. Yeah. I've, I've, I've said, and again, I've, this is something I could have said earlier when I just kept saying I was Jewish uh, um, because I kept blanking. Uh, I was a neocon for quite a while. I was uh, very, very strongly in favor of invading Iraq and Afghanistan and, you know, Syria and, you know, spreading freedom, Mick freedom across the Mick Middle East. And, um, and so, and it was really, I was just sort of disabused by reality over and over again of watching how that actually plays out. Um, and that sort of made me uh, rethink everything and kind of re- get into the actual philosophical underpinnings of, of you know, libertarianism and, and, and things like that and, and, and get me to where I am today. You know, with that said, I appreciate the mindset of people who believe that, you know, doing these things results in good things, which is why I don't, you know, I'm not going to call someone who supports, you know, and supports invading Syria. I'm not going to call them a murderer. I think it's more important to try to focus. If someone at that point told me I was a murderer, I was supporting a murderer, I would have, you know, uh, I would have zoned them out immediately because I don't want to hear that. Um, even if what a lot of what they were saying may have had, you know, they were ultimately what they were saying wasn't necessarily incorrect factually, but, you know, the whole you know, honey versus vinegar argument, it, it's going to be hard to, to grab them with that. Um, my thing at this point is the best way we can support the troops, the veterans, 
the uh, reservists, the people that are thinking of joining, uh, their families and everything else, is to stop using them as cannon fodder uh, and stop having, uh, you know, having, you know, tens, hundreds of thousands of people, collateral damage being killed around the world, uh, whose children then grow up to hate us, uh, especially them. Um, you know, the, the, that's the best way we can support them is stop using them as, you know, as, uh, as you know, political props to some extent, you know. Uh, and, and I think that much more than giving them a free meal uh, or, or, you know, uh, singing songs about, about, you know, their service or whatever else, I think not putting them in those positions uh, and, and, and actually, you know, if, if they're going to be used, be used for legitimate defensive actions. Uh, or, or, or better yet, not use them. Like, you know, if, if there's not a legitimate, immediate threat to everyone involved, just not put them in that position in the first place, I think is, is a far better way to honor them and, 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 and respect them than to use them as cannon fodder and sing rah-rah songs about it. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And if if there is some sort of, uh, if a situation comes up where there is immediate danger to, you know, us and to everybody involved have a plan like have an actual plan don't right like like we were saying earlier next year yeah next year there are going to be kids serving in afghanistan who weren't alive when it started yeah and they are kids like to me and yeah they they are they are kids like if it's not okay for them to bang their 23 year old teacher then they're still kids like i mean which which by the way i'm against i'm against that but if if they're not if at, at you know almost 17 or at 17 they're not old enough to be okay with them having, you know, what we would consider consensual relations with a, an adult, but it's okay for them to take orders to potentially die and potentially kill other people in a far-flung country, however many thousands of miles away, that who neither the military of that country nor the uh, organizations that, that they're fighting in there have any immediate threat to us. Like, you know, why? they're kids. They're still kids. They, if right. They're, if, if, Ba- based not- on every state in the nation, these kids are not old enough to make the decision to drink legally. Right. Or like, smoke legally. Uh, yeah. Many, many of them, it's 21 to smoke now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. Some of them are 17. Like, I mean, they, they are True. old enough to smoke. True. I was 17 so when I joined. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So, and thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. Um, and, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, at, again, if you're 17 and if you're a kid when it comes to anything else, then you're a kid when it comes to that too. And so, right, you know, you and I'm not, saying, you it, know, wait till they're 18 to, to, to sign up or whatever else. It's just, we should be thinking of it that way. Like instead of saying, Oh, do you want the terrorists to win? It's more like, Oh, do you want to send your 17 year old kid to fight an organization whose lifeblood of recruitment is having your kid go over there and kill people? Right. Um, with, doesn't quite fit on a bumper sticker, but it, it's it's a more truthful. Statement. I mean, if it's if it's the entire bumper, <laughs> it's like the whole the whole the bumper. Whole, getting a Hummer, ironically, and putting that statement across <laughs> the entire ten feet two inches of the of the of the rear bumper, and uh, it, which would allow it to be a large enough font for someone to actually read it. Right. So we'll get on that. I think it's my 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 dad. Like I also was a neocon at one point in my life. Right. And. uh I, I actually had this really humbling moment. I don't remember how many years ago, because back when you know, back in two thousand when the Iraq War was starting, I was you know, I was, or two thousand one, I was like, yeah, you know, we need to do this, you know, McFreedom, all that, 
you know, put right, right. McDonald's on every corner over there. And, uh, you know, like I would argue with one of my friends. And then a few years ago, I sent him the most humbling text message I've ever sent anybody because I admitted I was wrong and yeah. I'm never wrong. So, I mean, that's something that never happens. I think he's the only person that's ever received that text message. And I was just like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that 12, 14 years ago, however long that go that was, uh, I was wrong and you were right. And he was just like, he responded with what? And I was yeah, like, I was yes, I... like, he hadn't quite cataloged it the same way you did in your mind. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I, ha- I have to admit that I was wrong in this situation and that sucks. But, uh, you know, I was a neocon. My dad still is a neocon and he has this awful, awful theory or not theory, but this awful plan. He doesn't think 18 year olders are old enough to vote and he wants to raise the voting age to like 25 ish, 25, 27. Okay. And I, and I was like, you know, dad, I'm not actually opposed to that. As long as you're willing to raise the age that you can join the military to the same age. I agree. Yeah. And he said, no, no. And I was like, why? And he goes, because nobody would join us. Exactly. Ah, there you go. Uh-huh. How about that? Weird. And that might have been, expect a conciliatory text message any minute now, I'm sure. Mm. He, does, yeah, no, he doesn't it, listen to this show. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dad's the same way. He's, you know, very neocon, very, like, and, and, and also the Israel, you add the Israel element, not sure if you know, Jewish. Uh, you get the whole, you know, uh, we need to be fighting for Israel and we need to be protecting Israel. And it's like, okay, it's not, I mean, again, I'm, I'm an anarchist. So what the constitution says is it's sort of a secondary thing in terms of my, my, my belief system of morality of use of, of force or whatever, but there's nothing in the constitution that talks about Israel or Really, anything other than the common defense, uh, common not meaning a, a small Middle Eastern country several thousand miles away. Right. Um, yeah, my my, uh, my dad is very, very, very pro-Israel. That seems to go hand in hand with the neocon. It does. It, yeah, and and I'm, and, not, and I'm not and I'm not anti-Israel. Me either. I, I got exactly. No, yeah. yeah, I've got nothing. I've got nothing against Israel, but you, I, I agree with you on that. Our constitution does not say anything about protecting Israel. Right, right. And, 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 and going a little bit further out into, you know, like a, a morality philosophical argument, they're, they're, they're using force to defend a political subdivision uh, that is, by, by most accounts, able to defend itself uh, and, and thereby allowing it and the surrounding areas not to have to actually work together to, to, to do something. And instead of sort of this codependency enabling thing, of you know coming in and, and acting as this bigger this bigger party that allows them to continue just you know slapping at each other. It, it, none of that is moral, and none of that's just. And you know, uh, just to top it off, none of it's working either. So no. you know, uh, you know, again, we're, any 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 good uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, whatever you know, can talk to you at length about you know the dangers of codependency and, and enablement. And, and, uh, you know, how uh, creating inferiority complexes and everything else, that pretty much sums up U.S. foreign policy is, you know, making everyone, you know, into our, you know, uh, you know, saying, oh, well, we'll just come in because we're better than you and we'll deal with it. We'll fix it. You can just do whatever you want. And that allows other countries to not have any defense and instead spend it all on fluff to get themselves reelected 
and then hate us because of the inferiority. It's, it's codependency played out on the world stage, and, and Israel is just a microcosm of that. I'd never looked at it that like. Yeah, sorry, sorry for the weird pause there, but yeah, like that was it's codependency on a world stage. I like that. Yeah. Which I can have, which I'm against. I'm against codependency on I, any yeah, stage. Yeah, I, I am against codependency on any stage, uh, even though many yeah. people say I'm very codependent. Um, yeah, any kind of dependency uh, at all, including co, and especially on a world stage. Right. Uh, really bad, really against it. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, de- dependency, including co. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm against all, all dependency, co, regular. Um, yeah. Inter, inter, I think is bad as well. Gets that. Yeah. All, all of the, all of the, all of the various prefixes you can add to dependency uh, that makes it a real thing uh, are bad, and I'm against it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so completely going off of any real subject, we've only got a couple minutes left, but okay. I'm gonna drop. I'm just gonna drop this one on you. Uh, I made. I made a Facebook status. A while ago, uh, talking about my dependency and addiction issues. Okay. Uh, and you were very kind and messaged me to check on me and see how everything was going that night to make sure I was doing okay. And first of all, I mm-hmm. wanted to thank you publicly for that because oh, that absolutely. was very, very nice. Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. And which goes into the dependency, you know, we're not fans of it because <laughs> I'm a dependent person. Uh, right. But uh, I want to say thank you for that. Uh, also, to let you know that pretty much all of them, except for that one thing that I talked to you about, and you were like, wait, forever? And I said, no, no, not that. Uh, everything right. but that pretty much gone. So, you know, that's cool. Good. Good. Yeah, and that's, that's something very close to me. I was uh, um, a drug addict for 10 years. And so, uh, and, and I was blessed that when I was ready to stop, uh, it was relatively painless. Um, I hear some of the other nightmare stories people have when they stop and, you know, they're, they, you know, end up in a hospital and none of that with me. Uh, I even stupidly a couple times afterwards tried it again just to see if I liked it and I didn't like it. So, I mean, truly God just touching me and saying, Hey, stop it already. Um, right. so I'm very, I'm very blessed that I was just divorced from that, whether I liked it or not. Um, and so whenever I see anyone that's fighting and struggling to, to, and, and, and I have no desire to do it again either. So, I mean, it's just, it's just completely removed from me. Thank, thank God. So when I see other people that, that are dealing with any kind of struggle with it, I always try to make a point to encourage them and let them know that like you can get through that and you're going to be happy. Like whatever struggles you're feeling at the moment, uh, you know, however many days, weeks, months, years later of being, you know, clean and, and, and not dependent on that. Uh, you're going to feel better and happier and, and accomplished with that. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Very proud of you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you know, like I've been sober three years now, just over. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's been in, it's been a hell of a ride, but uh, you know, like I, I still struggle. Like I still struggle with it. It's difficult. I have days, like I have days where, all I want to do is go hit one of the bars down at the end of the street and just say, you know, fuck it. And just right. three years right. gone. Don't care. Um, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, like that, I, that's I, awesome that you've been three years, not that you, that you still have those moments. Right. Um, <laughs> but you know, like it's always good to know that like, I've got friends like you and I've got, you know, friends here in town and stuff like that. That can just be like, Hey, yeah, uh, I need you to come over like right now or with you. I can just be like, Hey, what are you doing? 
just talk to me for like 30 minutes. Right, just get me out of this mind space. Yeah, and obviously, uh, anytime. But right, I'm, no, uh, absolutely. I, you know, again, it's it's. Uh, there are people who can recreationally do different things, and they can just enjoy it occasionally, and it doesn't do whatever. For those of us that have certain things that we just can't do recreationally, like I can't smoke weed every once in a while. I'm either smoking weed all the time, every day, and it's my entire life, or I have to be away from. It. Or right. Um, or or nothing at all. Yeah, or nothing at all. Exactly. Uh, same thing with really anything pills, uh, alcohol, any of that stuff. So, so for me, it's like, you know, I just completely remove myself from it. And for people that have those same struggles to see that they're able to, to, to like, you know, you're three years for you and other people that have been sobering longer than I have, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really good. And, and I think it's, it's good for us to uplift each other. Cause there are going to be times where some of us are going to, you know, have those weak moments and feel like we can't, we can't, we have to get our fix or we have to do that thing in that moment and literally like you said just talking to someone for a half hour 20 minutes you know a couple hours whatever get out of that headspace and be able to, to keep moving forward if that's all it takes if that's you know if i can do that and that you know that keeps you in your three-year thing then yeah obviously anytime oh yeah no i, I absolutely and yeah again i definitely appreciate it um i uh yeah it's a you know, I try to be there for anybody that has the same, that's going through the earlier stages. Right, right, right. You know, and even like one of my best friends here, he's been sober. He's coming up on six years now. Um, he was actually on the show for my three year anniversary show. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's, he's coming up on six years and, you know, still there are days that he and I talk and he he struggles just as well. So it's good to know that other right. people go through it and that oh, yeah. if they're strong enough to beat it, I know I'm strong enough to beat it. Right, right. Yeah, and it makes it, it's not this like terrible boogeyman that's only happening to you. It's a thing that people go through and, and then it ends and you're not going through it anymore and you can go forward with you know how you've been doing. Right. Um, just knowing that, you know, takes away a lot of its power. Just knowing that it is a normal thing and it's okay and you feel it and then it goes away um, is, uh, is, is a good thing. Yes. Yes, yes. And, and, we're, and we're strongly against addiction of any kind. We, we are strongly against addiction of any kind. But if you are going through it, you can contact us. Yes. And I yes. will be more than willing to talk to you for, you know, as, as long as you need while you're going through it. Absolutely. Um, real, real quick, on December 2nd, we have our anniversary program coming on. And I don't know if you're going to be able to make it down to Florida, but it would be really awesome if you did. December 2nd? December 2nd. I will let you know uh, that is possible. Um, I may be... Um, uh, I will have to look at a calendar far longer than you'll be uh, tolerant of me doing during the radio show. But I will uh, I will try to figure that and I will get back to you because that actually would be awesome to do that. Yeah, we've got... Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a cool show. We've got... We've possibly got a musical guest. We haven't really decided yet. Um, the guy who makes aloe ball and aloe bottles, uh, he's going to be coming on to do a a, a Tongan kava ceremony. Uh, Caleb Franz from Mill Liberty, which I'm going to be on his show on November 30th. Um, cool. He's going to be coming down. And uh, Greg Bowen, who was our... I think he was our first guest on this show. Uh, he's going to be coming down and we're all going to be doing a panel uh, discussion on Trump's first year in office and we're going to be rating it. And oh, that, that should be 
and we're going to be doing a live studio audience, and then we're going to be taking questions on uh, libertarianism and politics. So well, then I'm definitely going to try to be there for that because that sounds awesome. Can we do dad jokes? Because Tom Woods did the dad joke thing, and that was Tom. Tom maybe like I was at the Tom Woods event. That was great when he when he and Eric yeah. July did it. I'm totally down to do dad jokes. Yeah, I, I, I will mean, destroy like, Muhammad. Five. <laughs> I, I can, will beat I the crap out of Muhammad in that joke, in dad jokes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't know if he can, I don't know if Muhammad can deadpan a dad joke well enough, but we'll, we can find out, we can find out. Yes. Um, I'm actually just going to throw that into the agenda without telling him. I guess I should tell him so he can actually look up dad jokes. Well, he has plenty of time to Google dad jokes between now and the second. Like, I mean, he, he's... I'm willing to he, bet he doesn't watch this episode because he knows you're going to be a better host than he is. Well, I mean, I, I, can, I can send him cliff notes. I think that, I think ultimately, <laughs> I think really, I don't think that Mohammed should be... The, the, this is too good of an idea to allow Mohammed's, you know, possible not liking it to be a factor. Just my totally, you know, unbiased opinion on it. Yeah, so we'll do okay. So we'll do the kava ceremony, and then we'll throw in some dad jokes, and we'll do the episode, and then we'll do question and answers on libertarianism from nice. the audience. I like it. I like it. Okay. You got a lot of good ideas. You're going places. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to go somewhere. <laughs> well, uh, I forgot to thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that I drank during this show, which I'm going to finish right now. So thanks to Low Tide. I'm going to be heading there in just a minute. I would invite you, but you're not close enough to get here in time. I won't get there in time. No, I won't get there in time. Yes. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show. I do appreciate it. Thank you for filling thank in. You yeah. Thank this you is- for having any Any time that either you or Muhammad get sick of each other uh, and just need to take a 24-hour break and need a non-visible minority to replace the other, uh, then, uh, then I'm here for you. Well, that's – okay, so – that's always going to be him. That's not going to be here because it's my house. So, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to be like, no dude, get, okay. That's fine. I can't I'm, see you, I'm, Muhammad. I'm go away. I'm calling spike. Okay. That's fine. And I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm like I said, this is the muddied waters of replacing Muhammad occasionally. I'm yes. fine with that. I'm to- yeah, totally okay with that. And okay, I'm, I'm certain that Mo is too. And part of replacing Muhammad. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm going to, close out everything uh stay on after the uh exit and i can talk to you a little bit more good sounds good cool all right well thank you all so much for watching thank you all for listening thank you all for whatever uh please like please share december 2nd grassroots kava house downtown st pete's uh we are getting started at two o'clock in the afternoon going till whenever it's done um as you heard earlier we're gonna have a kava ceremony we've got special guests apparently muhammad and i are now doing dad jokes muhammad doesn't know that so if anybody sees him let him know um uh it's gonna be a great time uh you can get tickets on our uh, they're on eventbrite you can get them on our website or on our facebook or the links on twitter uh you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom you can follow us on Twitter at muddied underscore waters or on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. This is really weird. Muhammad's not here. Uh, so remember, guys, where we're going, we don't need roads.